It's about time I made a podcast episode of the voices of the people with whom I'm in contact on audio, people from all around the world. You know, one of the beauties of the Anchor app, podcasting on the Anchor app, is that it's ever so simple to share the messages which... Uh, I, we exchange with each other uh, because when you put up an anchor episode or or even if you don't people can send you a message and you can reply to them and they're all there able to be shared with other people unless it's explicitly stated keep this particular one private so here with no more ado are in a is an array of voices uh, from people, all of whom I will name in the notes. But I'm going to just give you uh, predominantly their voices, occasionally mine. So here we have, if you like, um, voices, I don't know, what will I call it? Voices of life? Yeah, so here we go, in no particular order. Good morning, Paul. Just got done listening to your audio there about your cat biting you, and I've currently got Bug, one of six cats, in my lap. Uh, She likes to sit on my lap when I'm sitting here at the computer desk. Just got back in taking Max out to go to the bathroom, and usually the cats and... Max, get, they get fed about this time, and I'll be going back to bed. But the cats, they're biting you. Uh, some bites can be playful, but for the most part, um, it's an undesirable behavior. Um, it's just a, a cat asserting dominance in response to a threat, as if the petting is a threat, but maybe they just want to get the upper hand. Uh, some bites can be very violent, but some bites can be gentle. So, uh, um, that's just the way cats are, I guess. You have a good day, sir. Ciao for now. Rich, the next time I need a cat consultant, I'm coming to you. No question about it. You've just really brought it clear to me how much uh, little I know about cats, you know. I, I fumble my way through. and uh, But I know you have maybe more experience with cats than anybody else I know. So, I'll be, uh, anyway, I'll be, I'll be back to you on the cat question, I'm sure. Well, hello, Paul. Um, yeah, thanks for that message, really cool. Sorry on the delay in getting back to you. Um, I'm in Skopje at the moment, um, in Macedonia. I've come down here to uh, help with uh, a media project but uh, yeah I'm going to try and use Anchor as best I can and go through some teething problems and phases as I suppose everybody has Um, but yeah I'm enjoying it so far I want to make them more polished but I'm just using like the like the basic way that you use it um, on the mobile app anyway it's really nice that you're listening Uh, I'm listening to you all the time so that's uh, that's nice reciprocal arrangement right (laughs) anyway from a very balmy, warm uh, evening in Skopje, I'll say bye-bye for now.
David, hello. Every time I hear your voice and every time I think of you in the Balkans and for years and years, David, I've, I've always said to myself, oh, thank goodness, David, podcasts, thank goodness, David, um, records, chronicles, comments, and I've, I've, okay, I've been in and out of listening, um, I've been in and out of watching, because you do the, the, the videos as well, vlogging, and uh, is that what you call it? I, I don't even know the right word, but it's, uh, it's just such a joy to have you pop up here. I will be listening, I can tell you that for sure. It's great to hear you, David. I look forward to this month very much. I must go to sleep, but uh, good morning to you. I am listening to you. I so wish we had the ability to leave text messages because I, I'm at work and I would like to actually chime in and I have tons of questions, but I don't necessarily have the time to do that um, through audio. But I just wanted to let you know, please, please, please record the um, show tonight. I would love to hear the audience's questions. That would be of great interest to me. Hi, Victorious. I just wanted to let you know that I included you in one of my most recent episodes. Hello, Paul. I was listening to you here in California and my creativity was flourishing because of your misleading language. I'm sorry, inspiring language. And it got me thinking of Greek syllogisms, which I haven't thought of since uh, university days. And I was thinking of the syllogism, all Irishmen are contrary Paul is an Irishman, therefore Paul is contrary. But I'm not sure your first premise holds, so I, I, it sounded to me, it sounded to me, and this is your misleading language inspiring my creativity, that the syllogism in this case, this coffee morning, was Paul is a contrarian, Paul is an Irishman, therefore all Irishmen are contrarian. Would that be fair to say? Tim, I've, I've gone back to Aristotle. Yeah, unfortunately I've forgotten nearly all my Greek. But the basics it tells me is that all men are mortal. Tim Araneta is a man, therefore Tim Marinetta is mortal. So, general proposition, like all Irish are contrarian, as you say, as you said, Paul is an Irishman, therefore Paul is a contrarian, an absolutely perfect Aristotelian syllogism. Tim, for all I know, you may be well aware of this already, 
It certainly came as news to me this afternoon as I did my research. There are only, unfortunately, 256 logically distinct types of syllogisms. Yep, that's all. To only 256 logical, logically distinct types. And there are only 24 valid types. There we are. Now, I won't go into the mathematics of this, because all I would be doing would be proving or my ability to summarize what it says on, on Wikipedia. But the entry is fascinating. It's certainly unbelievable. You really must <laughs> look it up if you've got nothing better to do for the next. Good morning, Paul. Jay here. Uh, out for a walk with the dog this morning and just uh, had the pleasure of listening to your thoughtful, thoughtful messages. I really appreciate all of the feedback uh, it means an awful lot for me for you to take the time and to do that and I appreciate uh, all the things that uh, you said very astute observations um, I appreciate you uh, sharing them with me because I feel like a lot of that is what I'm trying to portray and just trying to be myself and a lot of times that makes people feel vulnerable makes me feel vulnerable so to hear somebody say such nice things about that uh, means an awful lot um, so thank you. I really appreciate that. Um, I haven't gotten into I'm just out walking the dog this morning, so just listen to your messages. Look forward to um, seeing what you're up to on Anchor as well. And um, thank you. And yes, the word excited is funny. I'm a big language person, so I was excited when you started that off by saying, you know, just to um, kind of comment or question on language, I'm, I'm kind of obsessed with that. So. Um, and I, and it's funny when you said, uh, I saw the word excited in the description of the post. I was like, oh, I just hate that word because it's just so empty and hollow. It's probably why the rest of the world doesn't use it. Um, but yes, it's kind of a combination of all of those things. Just, um, excited, kind of just full of energy, um, at the thought of something, um, pleased, I think is, is part of it. I think pleased would probably be a better word. Excited kind of looks to the future. Like it's, um, creating an energy for something um and really I think a better word you would have been pleased because I think it's a more present and more fulfilling word so I appreciate that feedback but yeah that, that would be a good good uh, translation I would say a combination of those so thanks again I hope you have a, a, a wonderful day look forward to uh, staying in contact again just really can't uh, can't thank you enough um for just taking this, the time to to say hello and um, for the encouragement it means more than uh, more than you may know so I appreciate that very much and uh, just hope you have the best day and uh, look forward to uh, staying in touch and nice to meet you there's a phrase which people would use to take the piss out of the English by saying they say uh, oh that's rather good kind of as if it was coming from the royal family. Rather, rather fine, or even rather, rather. Um, of course, it's possible to take, pull the leg out of any, uh, anybody's use of language. But the, you would not hear an English person, I think, say, you know, I've got a new job and I'm excited about it. 
I don't think so, although given the influence of television and the influence of North American culture, particularly North yeah, culture from the United States, who knows? This is good. Thank you for getting back in touch. Uh, Jay, I, I began my life as a caddy at probably 10, maybe 9, and certainly no later than 11, caddying for my father uh, on Sundays um, in, a, in a four ball, his regular Sunday four ball. Um, so I began my golf career. I, I put that in inverted commas, right? Um, uh, I began my golf life, if you like, um, as a caddy. Hi, I'm glad you got to listen. What was it about the, maybe if I talked to Satan more, what was it about that line? I'm curious to see why it touched you that way or why why it elevated the poem for you. Very curious. Thank you for listening. Talk to you soon. Maybe if I talk to Satan more. Right, why did that elevate the poem for me? Because it surprised me. Because it caught me off my guard. Because it stopped me going with the flow of the familiar. I'm, if you like, used to metaphors. I'm used to candles. I'm used to fire. I'm used to... But, uh, you know, and going up, 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 in, if I remember rightly, you know, ascending as if it was a rocket into space, and then you're talking about Satan, which is in the opposite direction, heaven being up and hell being down, being the traditional. I believe that's probably an explanation. Hi, Paul. Yeah, it's Friday night here. Got to go walk the dog, 8 o'clock. And, and no problem. Don't apologize. It's, it, it was during the conference when you were there. So uh, I love Keith Jarrett. I, I appreciated you asking me about it. Uh, I can't emulate him, but uh, I can enjoy his music. So I I got the Medium, the article you sent on Medium. It's rather long, so I haven't been able to get to it. But on one side, I'm like, well, that's like trying to explain comedy, you know. But I am heavy into research about the power of music, the effects that music has on people. I believe it can cure diseases, and uh, but not alone. You have, to, you have food, laughter water air music dance friendship love those are the things that make the world go around not money but money's a tool so uh, i'm gonna go walk the dog talk to you later new music up on uh Limor. bye bye hello mr mahoney these questions are, are so excellent i'm driving right now so if i seem distracted please forgive me yes i went to an american drama school called the school for speaking correct valley girl. No, I'm, I'm kidding, I didn't do that. I went to the school of hard knocks, taught by Mr. Hard Knocks himself. <clears throat> as far as your podcasting goes, yes, 
what you need to do is learn to speak Southern California. It's kind of like this. Hey, dude, like, uh, like this is a business podcast. And if you're into business and stuff like that, then, dude, this is the place for you. Like, something like that. And then you'll get fewer listeners. I, I guarantee it. Guarantee it. Hi, dude. This is a friendly version of my Southern Californian podcast about business. And if you're into the business of, let us say, earning money from doing nothing, you're in the right place. Now, Ray, is that... I have a feeling I haven't quite got it right. Hey, dude, you're in the right place if you're looking for a podcast that is groovy and lets it all hang out and earns you money while you sit on your ass and do nothing at all. No, Paul, that was more... uh... (laughs) <laughs> that was more like you're from uh, Louisiana or something. Yeah, that's the South. Yeah, uh, the South South. Southern California is like, oh my God, like, dude, like, I want what I want you to do, man, is like, listen to this totally rad new app called Anchor. It's like, it's totally maze balls. It's it's so cool. You get to record like podcasts and other things, and uh, people listen, and then they can leave you messages and stuff like this. And I don't know, it's like so amazing. It's the best, it's better than the best weed, you know? <laughs> so, something like that. Hey, Paul. If you want to hear the perfect Southern California accent, just copy Jennifer. She's got, she's got it down. She doesn't even know she's got it down because that's where she grew up. Just listen to her. I'm overdoing it. But what I just did is a, an extremely exaggerated version of what she does. But um, there are people who do what I just did. Okay. Talk to you soon. Oh, Ray, I don't know how I didn't follow up on the accents. I must have, you must have sent me those two messages while I had something else on my mind and I just didn't properly listen. Yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to get a brain transplant, really. The one I have isn't good enough. I'm just going to try and sleep it all off. No, Paul, it was me. I have not been opening Anchor. I answered you really late because I turned off my Anchor notifications. Yeah. Brain transplants. Mm. I think we're... Oh, gosh. How, How far off from that? Like a head transplant, maybe a hundred years or something. I don't know. I'm sure they'll do them someday. We'll be long gone.
people probably probably lived two hundred, two or three hundred years, maybe at least rich people, I guess. Sleep well, my friend. Sleep well. Ray, I can't get enough of you. That's the problem, you see. I, uh, no matter how often we communicate with each other, I don't, uh, I don't get, I'm not, uh, you know, I, I can't get too much. So, therefore, as far as I'm concerned, um, when can we get together again for another, anyway, any old kind of conversation will do me. You know, I mean, after all, you know, you are my, you are my favorite. Well, Paul, I absolutely love talking to you as well. So, uh, yeah, any, it's just the time difference. So you got to figure out the eight or nine hours. Uh, let's see. Oh God, I have 15 seconds to think. 10. <laughs> Okay, um, uh, let's see, this afternoon after about 3 p.m. West Pacific time, I'm available, like 3.30 or 4, and then tomorrow all day, yeah, and then Monday I got auditions, and Tuesday I got auditions, and Wednesday is good, okay, talk to you soon. Paul, just three or four, perhaps four quick things to say, but not quick enough to fit into a minute. So I'm just going to slow down and perhaps let the, the first minute go a waste. Or perhaps not, perhaps I can put one of my thoughts into the first minute. Yes, the, the thought I'll put into the first minute is about the croissant. I can't, I think it's a very tasty breakfast to have a, and I think it should probably be a buttery croissant, but to have a croissant with coffee, and I would imagine like an espresso or a Turkish coffee would be perfect with a buttery croissant, and perhaps some of the pieces with a little raspberry jam. Okay, now I think I'm very happy with the way the first thought fit into the first minute. Very happy indeed, that worked out well. The one, the minute about the croissant. Now this minute is going to be about a little correction, I think. You gave me praise I don't deserve, and I, I so I, I, I'm compelled to, to make a correction. I didn't remember all of those items in, in Ali Moon's poem. I uh, had heard it three, maybe I was on my fourth listen, and I got out my little notebook that Juliet gave me with the owl on the front of it. And uh, I listened to it for a fourth time, and I took notes. So I cannot take credit for such a fine memory. And now a third thought for the third minute. The fly. <laughs> you said it near the beginning of your episode that uh, 
you were looking forward to a very good day. Well, it certainly started well, I would say. I would consider myself very lucky and indeed even in those few seconds to have had a very good day already. Should a fly have so unexpectedly and delightfully contributed a perfect ending to a fine episode. And finally, this fourth thought for this fourth minute. Not about that episode, but about your reading of the thrush is gone. You may remember I've plucked that from your blog, From Bath to Cork with Baby Grace. I scrolled down deep to find that and read it on Anchor. I love that poem. The thrush is gone. I'm really happy that you read it. For Adiomo. Paul, sorry, I realize I haven't been in touch with you directly, but uh, I did publish your uh, your words on Wagner in my last episode, or rather a condensed version of them. It's always lovely to see uh, to hear your feedback on uh, these opera bits that I do for Anchor, because I know that you're one of the few people who doesn't just appreciate them, but who actually understands what's going on generally. So it's uh, nice to hear that uh, fellow opera lovers appreciate what I'm doing here. I hope all is well with you. Things are kind of stable over here in Italy at the moment. I can't really complain because I've frankly lost the energy to, but things haven't gone worse, so that's uh, that's something at least. Anyway, all the best as always to you and yours, my friend, and uh, hopefully our paths shall cross again in better future days. Oh, Patrick, it's good to hear from you. It really is. And uh, and I'm glad to hear that things are stable. Um, you made me smile um, when you said you hadn't got the energy to complain. <laughs> um, yeah, it's, it's a lovely. Yeah, you have a lovely bit of humor. I mean, it for me the best. Humor is something that's accurate and a little quirky. Okay, take care, my friend. I'm sure you're fast asleep by now. All the best. Bye. How's it going? Uh, Nice one, Paul. Thanks for listening. And um, yeah, I had no idea... Uh, the EHQ guys were as big as, as they were at such a broad reach as they have, you know. And uh, it's impressive enough what they're doing. Although I do feel that... Uh, I, I tend to feel when I'm stuck in kind of business mindset too long, it, it feels sterile, you know. I have to get back to something more meaty. And uh, I suppose that's part of it. But uh, I'm not sure how the guys found my stuff probably I don't know through search or whatever uh, but um, 
and these things don't come up very often for me but when they do I jump at it you know so uh, anyway thanks for listening and uh, please do check it out Paul oh my goodness thank you so much for listening <laughs> it's great to hear your voice too I caught you uh, yesterday morning on Periscope I am uh, on Periscope I am I am tailored for you and so I was able to pop in and uh, I think you were going to a Wi-Fi cafe so it was really cool to see but thank you so much oh gosh yeah I'm getting back into my groove in anchor I'm trying to get back to posting something at least every other day just kind of to, to put my podcast back out there all right kind soul thank you so much talk to you later bye-bye ah yes Paulo money I've seen your exploits on Instagram looks like you're having a fine fabulous time in London town I'm a little bit jelly that gin tasting looked good where was Belinda Karani huh where was Belinda letting down the team thank you so much for your feedback Paul really glad that you enjoyed my poem I wrote it in five minutes this morning and then it took a bit longer to perform it obviously because I had to do the backing track if you listen to it with earbuds on Paul you'll hear there's some interesting things going on in the background and uh, I'm glad you're enjoying The Collector as well what you've heard of it yeah it was an epic journey it took me months and months to read that book like Robert took months to read his book. It's um, an interesting project. I really enjoyed doing an audio, personalised audio book reading. So, yeah, it's over now. So, thank goodness. <laughs> See you, Paul. Hi, Paul. Thank you so much for your message. I really was out of it lately. I couldn't respond. But today I wanted to share with you my reflection on algorithms. I am lately becoming uh, very sensitive or aware of the uh, notion that a lot of things that come in our way are a result of an uh, algorithm from one platform or another that brings us content, people, places, uh, not places, uh, news, all that. Um, it used to be so incredible when there was none of that, and we would just pave our way into the wilderness of the internet in early 2000s, I think. And it always uh, fascinates me how we stumble across the same people, like Robin, for instance. It's a pleasure to listen to her. It's a pleasure to listen to you. Thank you for being there. Hi, Paul. I want to um, just say uh, hello. Uh, how is it going? And when I listen to your, uh, this segment, I feel uh, uh, this is like a scene of uh, some movie. Uh, I don't remember uh, uh, what was it, but I suddenly remember uh, I used to watch the movie. Like the thing, and uh, recently I had a bad cold, so uh, until yesterday I was very bad condition. Uh, but I want to listen to Anka. Thank you. Hey, Furan, it's a lovely um, 
feeling and thought to think that you're listening, you have listened on in Japan. You know, today I was at the shore of the Atlantic Ocean. And that's a long way away. And it's a bit like a little miracle that we can talk to each other like this. So thank you. Thank you very much for, for speaking. And uh, it is lovely, really lovely to hear from you. Hi, Paul. Thank you so much for your uh, message, voice message. How do they call it these days in Anchor? Anyway, uh, <laughs> I've really been listening to Anchor very, very infrequently. Um, I did listen to parts of Cosi, uh, what was it? Cosi Fantuti couldn't listen to the whole thing it's it was just a bit too long for me and i really really appreciate you calling and checking up checking up on me i've been lurking around on a whatsapp responded i think to ray you know basically sending him condolences on the loss of his friend I've been enjoying watching. Uh... Good morning, Paul. The reason you lost contact with me is because I lost contact with the world. I shut myself out for a little bit. And I, because I was noticing that I was being affected by some of the comments that I was getting. And it was bothering me because I obviously hadn't cemented some of the ideas I had firmly in my head and I needed to uh, clear my head you know and kind of make sure you know the things that I was doing were right because I don't want to second guess this I mean this is my Taj Mahal this is my this, this is my baby and uh, I want it to turn out you know just like I want you know and so I love you guys I absolutely love Anchor and every one of you on it so um keep listening and um i'll keep in touch but thank you again for missing me I, it's wonderful morning paul it is 7:48 a.m in minnesota right now and i just woke up and now i'm just getting my coffee it isn't it cool that things cross like you say bodies of water to go to places <laughs> isn't that great um, the heat wave, yeah. I was listening to um, was Larry McGuire. And he was expressed, because he lives in Ireland, I believe, as well. And he was expressing that it was a heat wave. Um, so, yeah, hang in there, I guess. And um, right now it's not a heat wave. It's very pleasant. It's probably the most pleasant weather I've had, we've had in a long time. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm hanging in there. Uh, it was really hard the first first three days, and it's still hard, but, you know, you just plug on. Alison, hi. It's evening time here now, like about just after half past 11 at night. 
and I'm listening to the message you sent me this morning, your time. I'm listening to it properly for the first time. And thank you very much. Very nice to hear from you. Very good of you to, you know, call me up like that first thing in the morning for you. And yeah, it's kind of magic, this um, this internet stuff, really, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, keep well. Keep well. Take care. Hey, Paul, thanks for that. Um, yeah, that's the whole point, mate. Just um, trying to encourage a bit of discussion because, frankly, I guess like any industry, the spa industry tends to look insular a lot and doesn't look out a lot. They look in the mirror instead of out the window, as I've said once before. So, yeah, that's the whole point of the show. don't have all the answers, but I'm pretty good at finding the questions. So between that and some other people hopefully trying to come up with some answers, then maybe we might get somewhere. And youth may be a part of it. It's an interesting comparison between technology and spas and how youth is a big factor in one but not another. Although I'm very critical of this idea that correlation doesn't necessarily equal causation, of course. Anyway, that's it. Time to hit the showers. Thanks, mate. Bye for now. Hey, Paul. I just wanted to call in to say I really liked your reading of Caliste. That was epic. And I really like those mythological themes. I've always been a fan of that. Thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. It, it's um, You're the first and probably the only person who will comment um, on that poem. And I'm really very pleased that you liked it. That you liked it. And in my mind, a poem which is liked by one person is a poem which is likeable. So, and that's enough to give me a lot of satisfaction. Sometimes I uh, write and show poems which nobody else like or even some that people don't like and that doesn't worry me but it is very satisfying <laughs> to hear you like it thanks a million hey paul thank you for the um suggestions yeah now when you say swallow it does that mean like put it right in your mouth put it right up to your mouth yeah i probably wasn't it's probably like I normally do, just hold it in my hand or something. I can't recall how I was holding it. But you're right. I, I, I noticed, you know, recording while I'm driving, for instance, it's got all that background noise going on, and that probably just detours people from listening. I should probably, if I'm going to continue doing some things like this, I should probably get a better microphone type thing where you can put it up to my mouth or something. I I think I think Bernie said something about it long ago. I'll have to go back and look. Okay, thank you. And thank you for your support. So what I normally do is I'll have in my head a situation I've either experienced, a person I've seen, or something completely made up, something completely imagined before I sit down and then I do write it. So as I'm writing it though, I will stop and I'll try reading it out loud and, uh, you know, pr practice performing it to see it, if it actually works um, audio wise, because just because it's written, I've noticed 
it doesn't always mean they'll sound good read out loud. So um, before I actually record it, I'll read the whole episode out loud. I'll try to find the music that will work with it. And then I'll listen to the music as I read it out loud. And then I record it. So that's what I do. Thanks for calling in. Paul, I don't mind. Just wanted to say that your eloquence and grace with regard to your command of linguistic skills are second to none. You really, really are a magnificent speaker, sir. I hope you have a great day. Bloody hell, Diego, that's some, uh, that's some speech. Bloody hell, you're a, f you're a some fucking bastard. I love it. You know what? You can come to my house and drink uh, anything you want. Paul, I wonder what it must be like to be a hospital porter and to fall ill and be taken into the hospital where you work and to be ported around. I wonder what that must be like as an experience. I wonder if it changes how that porter will port in the future. I wonder what it would be like to be one of the catering staff in the hospital, to be taken ill and be catered to in the hospital. What it would be like to be in the bed next door and having just ordered the, the lasagna and then have the, your neighbour say, oh no, I'm not having the lasagna, goodness me. Because he or she knows how the lasagna is made. Interesting places, hospitals. Oh, Simon, good, good morning, first of all. And what a rich seam of thought. I love it. I found myself, just as I was listening through the porter situation, thinking, could I do a poem on that? Could I do a poem about a porter? In the voice of a porter. And then... Then I gave up on the idea of a poem as soon as I heard your other one, because I think, no, this is uh, this is bigger than a poem. This, at the very least, this is a great short story, <laughs> because you see, the porter and the member of the catering staff end up in the same ward, together. But they don't know what they each do for a job, until it emerges. Hey Paul, thanks for that, but I don't know if I want to change. I, I like being a D, I like being a, a driver most of the times. It doesn't, it doesn't bother me, you know, I, I, I like to to work on my music and work on things just trying to get my music out there so it's yeah I don't I don't know if I'll be changing for a while I know that I 
have I always have the option, but man, I I like it. Hey Jeremiah, I don't for one second imply that you ought to change anything about yourself. Not at all. I love you the way you are. I was just um what I was really trying to say was that you might have a certain style, it might be your number one preference now, but you can always change that preference. But it's not my job, nor ever my intention, to suggest that you ought to change. Hello Paul, thanks for your call and for your interest. Um, I'm sorry about the wind. I'm uh, by the sea in the Ouse Harbour, the other side of the fjord. Uh, as for the subject, media, marketing, advertising and so on, um, it is reserved for a completely different station altogether. Not here on RTI. Uh, but I'll email you a link uh, before I launch it. Uh, I'd very much like to invite you to co-host an episode, perhaps in English. Norwegians do understand English, but anyway, I have to dash. Talk to you later. Bye. Hello, Mr. Romani. How are you today? I don't know why you are comparing me to uh, fish. Uh, I, I know people like to catch these ugly sturgeon fishes and eat them for family dinners. Why do you want to be sturgeon? Or why am I sturgeon? Or I am confused. And honey buns. What is this? Honey buns. These are buns. These are buns spread with honey on for licking. I don't know. It's disgusting me. But it sounds like your intention was, uh, was one of good standings. And so I will take it for happiness. Thank you for calling into my station. If you need life coaching, you know where I am. It. All right. Goodbye. Good luck. Keep paints on. Bye-bye. Oh, Yorick, thank goodness you haven't given up the coaching. Honestly, I, I need you more than ever, Yorick. Yorick, I need you because I have just had an incredible... A prospect in front of me. There's a woman in California. Now I don't know if you fans. I don't know if you know her. Even her name is Robin Milne, and she probably can't speak your language. But I tell you what, she is. She has just said that she thinks I have a good voice, and so I need voice coaching, Yurik. I need voice coaching, especially for one song. I have to be able to sing. Um, I'm singing in the rain. I'm happy again. Oh, Yorick's my main. I need coaching, Yorick. Now, Yorick, look, far be it from me to ever impose any obligation on you or add anything to your long list of things that are not yet done and are waiting to be done and deserve to be done in that very, very fullness of life that you exude. Yurik, 
there's this woman, she has me, she has me in the grip because of what she said. And if you go over to my, what you call Estesian anyway, just my my home uh, um, playground, and you listen to her, it's, it's something about, I put her in with um, talking about singing or something, and you will hear her talking, and you will hear what she has said about me, and, uh, but this is between you and me, I want some extra special coaching so I can really surprise her. <laughs>